0: Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey His command to watch therefore and be ready. For you don't know the hour of the day your Lord is coming. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. Messiah Jesus is coming for His people any moment. And Zion's king will restore the land, the clouds will part, and our king will descend the fire in his eyes. Seven stars, his right hand. Did you know that way too many? who profess Jesus Christ, Messiah Jesus as their Lord and Savior, are not ready for the most serious day of their eternal lives. Think of that. Think of that. And may it be that by the end of this program today, that would not be said of us. Because we're going to learn how to hear the words from our Lord Jesus, well done, thy good and faithful servant. This is an important program, maybe the most relevant program I've ever done. Please join with me in prayer and stay with me through this whole program. Oh, Father in heaven in Messiah Jesus name. Thank you for the opportunity to take this open book test, to prepare for the open book test you have for us, Father. The most serious day that we could ever imagine. Please bless all who are watching today, Father. I ask it in Messiah Jesus name. Amen. Okay, so I want to tell you a lot of the things I'm going to be teaching about are very important and you can learn more details about these things from my book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready. So I really do encourage everyone to order a copy of the book. It will help you tremendously on that day, which we're going to talk about that day uh, in this program. So uh, in the Covenant and Prophecy teaching series I've been doing for a while now, we are headed towards the end of the prophecy portion of that series. And we've been looking deeply uh, in in Matthew chapter 24, and we've been talking about, I've been discussing with you, the good and faithful servant, the wise, blessed, good and faithful servant that you find in Matthew 24 and also in Matthew chapter 25. Today we're going to drill down on verse 47. So let's begin in Matthew 24, 45. Who then is a faithful and wise servant whom his master made ruler over his household to give them food in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his master, when he comes, will find so doing. Assuredly, I say to you that he will make him ruler over all his goods. You see, the one who is faithful in Messiah Jesus, giving others around him the bread of life Messiah Jesus... These will be made ruler over all his goods. What does this mean? Well, think of Matthew chapter 25 in the parable of the talents. A talent was a weight, typically of gold or silver. It was a weight of measurement, for example, for coins. Yes? One talent in today's gold prices would be over $1,600,000. And in silver, it would be over $20,000. Having said that, let's look at Matthew chapter 25. So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides them. You see, in the same way in Matthew 24, the the, the faithful servant is watching for the master to come and doing what he commanded. We have even greater instruction of what he commands in Matthew 25, that, that we have been entrusted with this valuable commodity, the gospel and discipleship of Messiah Jesus. And then the master left and is returning and he's going to inspect how we have invested this treasure. Yeah, let's continue in verse 21. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. He also had received Two talents came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I've gained two more talents beside them. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. What is this enter into the joy of your Lord? Listen, this is so important and I've never really heard it taught anywhere. The joy of our Lord. I'm reminded of Hebrews chapter 12 as we are instructed looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Let me ask you a question. When Messiah Jesus came in his earthly ministry, did he come to be served or to serve? No, he was the ultimate good and faithful servant. He came to serve even giving his life on the cross. He obeyed our Father in heaven to the point of giving his life on the cross to save so many of every generation of humanity that has ever lived, right? Well, listen, now that's what he calls us to be and to do. Look at Matthew chapter 10, verse 39. He who finds his life will lose it. And he who loses his life for my sake Will find it. The good and faithful servant, having suffered and labored in this life, will reign and rule in the next life. He or she, every disciple of Messiah Jesus, is invited into the joy of our Lord who has followed his example. Our Lord suffered and now has entered into his joy. He now reigns. His name is exalted above every name in heaven and in earth. And we who have truly lived for Messiah Jesus, we will also reign as we do the same. And that is the joy of our Lord. I want to share a testimony with you. I was watching a uh, Christian television program. At the same time, I had it muted, uh, the TV muted, and I was Uh, working on my book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready. And I was writing about some of the things I'm discussing with you uh, in this program today. And I saw a brother in the Lord named John Bevere. uh, And I I really like a lot of his teaching. So I unmuted it to take a break. And he was talking about the very things I was writing about. Hallelujah. And he gave a testimony how he was invited to go and speak in in a kind of an obscure place in the world from America. And he went there and there was like revival going on in these young pastors and leaders who were planting churches and making really holy, righteous, revival-like on fire disciples of Messiah Jesus. And he asked them, how are you doing this? And the words that they answered were, were, were so important and were about the same things I was writing. And, and this is what one of the leaders said. He said, you American Christians have a very different discipleship model than we do. You see, your discipleship model, model is a very temporal one. It's how to make people happy in this life, like a 70 or 80 year vision. Our discipleship model begins at the judgment seat of Christ, preparing people to stand before the Lord. And that's exactly what I was writing about. Yeah. And John Bevere said he was very convicted and said, amen. Well, you see, this isn't taught much. Preparing people to stand before the Lord on that very serious day. And that's what this ministry, that's what our program centers on as well. Well, uh, I've talked about the judgment seat of Messiah many times, but it's important as it relates to this teaching to do so again. So let's look at 1 Corinthians 3, beginning in verse 9. For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field. You are God's building. According to the grace of God, which is given to me as a wise master builder, I've laid the foundation and another builds on it, but let each one take heed how he builds on it. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay straw, each one's work will become clear for the day. will declare it because it will be revealed by fire and the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work which he has built on it endures, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved, yet so as through fire. The day will declare it. The day that we stand before the Lord to be scrutinized on how we were a steward over the, uh, the treasure of the gospel and discipleship of Messiah Jesus that he's given to us and the responsibilities for each one of us that that entails will be scrutinized on that day. It will be very serious. And for those who have been faithful we will receive a reward look at second corinthians chapter 5 beginning verse 9 therefore we make it our aim whether present or absent to be well pleasing to him for we must all appear before the judgment seat of christ that each one may receive the things done in the body according to what he has done whether good or bad knowing therefore the terror of the lord we persuade men that we are well known to god and i also trust our well Known in your consciences. Now, listen, there, this will not be a day of condemnation for anyone because this is for those who have been born again and forgiven of their sins. But it will be a day of great scrutiny. Yes, it will be very serious. And the things that we've done in the flesh and not according to the will of God will burn up in front of us as they are tested. And only those things that are done by faithful discipleship and by the grace and the working of the Spirit of God in our lives will uh, come through that fire. Like precious stones and gold, and then we'll be rewarded as, and listen, this is so important because very specifically, this is, this unfolds in very tangible ways. Look at First John four seventeen. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. You see, It's as we live for Messiah Jesus and walk out faith in him the way he lived on this earth. Oh, hallelujah. That's going to be the measure for that day, the standard for that day. Well, how can I do that? We read this word. We, We stay filled with the Holy Spirit who does that work through us and helps us walk out our faith. We'll be right back with more Watch Therefore. Be ready. The Watch Therefore message is life preserving and life saving. It's life preserving because it shows those who are in lukewarmness, that terrible, dangerous condition our Lord Jesus warned us about, that time is running out. Now is the time to repent of lukewarmness. It's life-saving because it warns the lost. Now is the time. You're running out of time. Now is the time to get right with God and receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. The so Watch Therefore message, life-preserving and life-saving. Blessing Israeli Believers is such an important ministry. Our co-founding partner, John McTurnan, and myself We founded the ministry Blessing Israeli Believers because we learned that one of the best ways to bless Israel is to bless Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus. They're getting out the gospel, they're making disciples, they're saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua. One of the best ways to bless Israel is to bless Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus. Join us today along with taking the gospel to the Jew first and then to the nations, Romans 1:16), The apostle Paul also said that he was poured out for the faith of others. His life was poured out and that's why we have our ministry poured out for the nations. Taking the gospel and discipleship all over the world and most recently in Africa and Rwanda. Opportunities and open doors abound. Join us and be poured out for the nations. A great way to watch Therefore is to go to our website, watchtherefore.tv and sign up for our monthly Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations newsletters. There you can get prayer points and have a better understanding of the details of our ministry, especially for those who want to join us in prayer and financial support. So go to watchtherefore.tv. You'll find out a lot of important things about our ministry And most importantly, sign up for our monthly newsletters, Blessing Israeli Believers, Poured Out for the Nations. Remember, watch Therefore and be ready. As you can imagine, our Watch Therefore media, Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations ministries cost a lot of money. And first, let me say about that, if you haven't received Jesus as your Savior and Lord, please don't send any money into this ministry. It's our strong desire that you would receive him and be our guest today but for those who understand the principles of sowing and reaping and laying your treasures up in heaven we know that these ministries are advancing the kingdom of the lord and you'll be laying your treasures up in heaven so you can give online or by post there's information up on your screen And what a way to Watch Therefore and be ready, laying your treasures up in heaven with Watch Therefore blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. And for all of you who are prayerfully and financially partnering with Watch Therefore and our ministries, let me say thank you. God bless you. We're praying for you and trusting that we're all together being very fruitful. And one day we will hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. We're talking about the good and faithful servant who hears the words, well done, thy good and faithful servant, when he stands before the Lord for his works as a believer in Messiah Jesus to be judged by the Lord. And uh, we're looking at the term the Lord used in Matthew 24, 47, that the faithful servant will be made ruler all over all the master's goods. It speaks of the kingdom of Messiah Jesus where we will rule and reign with him. The last verse we looked at was 1 John 4, love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is, so we are in this world. We've walked out our faith in Messiah Jesus with him as our example, certainly not flawless or perfect, lots of, lots of problems and, 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 and we even sin along the way. But we repent and we deny ourselves we take up our cross and follow Messiah Jesus, living a life filled with the Holy Spirit, with God's love working through us and, and making us more like Messiah Jesus as we grow in grace. And this day, the judgment seat of Christ, we looked at it from uh, the letter that Paul wrote to the Corinthians. And, and it's going to be such a serious day, but the Lord wants it to be a good day for you. And he wants it to be a good day for me. And that's why we have a program called Watch Therefore. And and that's why I wrote a book called Watch Therefore and Be Ready. And there's details in there that will certainly help you. I truly encourage everyone to get the book. Well, the entering into the joy of our Lord, and that's what he told the good and faithful servant of Matthew 25. Now enter into the joy of your Lord. It involves and includes crowns. Crowns equal eternal positions and authority in the kingdom of Messiah Jesus. We suffer with him now to reign with him later. All who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. And and that day will be a great test. But since it's an open book test, let's study for it together even now. Yes, yes. Well, the entering of the joy of our Lord, it involves crowns. It involves crowns. And, and so let's look at some principles pertaining to those crowns. What does it take to receive a, re- a reward like this, to receive a crown? Well, look at 1 Corinthians chapter 9. Everyone who competes for the prize is temperate or self-controlled in all things. Now, they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. This speaks to the athletes that would compete in Olympian style games or Olympic style games, excuse me. And so they would train so hard and deny themselves the pleasures of this life so rigorously to compete for a little wreath that would be put on their head at the end of the game after they won in the competition. Yeah. How much more should we prepare ourselves to wear a crown? given to us at the judgment seat of Messiah Jesus. Now, please listen closely. This is so important. Helping others to receive their crowns helps you to receive yours. Listen to what Paul said to the Philippians as he was discipling them in Messiah Jesus. Philippians 4 verse 1. Therefore, my beloved and longed for brethren, my joy and what? crown. So stand fast in the Lord beloved. First Thessalonians 2, Paul says, for what is our hope or joy or crown of rejoicing? Is it not even you in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ at his coming? Think of this, you're ready? People who Paul made faithful servant disciples were Paul's ticket to crowns. I'll say it again. People who Paul made faithful servant disciples of Messiah Jesus were Paul's ticket to crowns second Timothy 2 and also if anyone competes in athletics he's not crowned unless he competes according to the rules listen there's no shortcuts and we live in a shortcut Christian environment today but there aren't any shortcuts and they will all be revealed to be false those shortcuts and the modern ways that are against the ways of the Lord Of doing church today. No, the rules are to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, mind, soul, and strength, and to love people as yourself, giving them the bread of life, Messiah Jesus, and to live a holy life in Christ. Be the faithful servant of the Lord. Now listen, for time's sake, we're going to look at three primary crowns. First, we're going to look at the crown of righteousness, we find it in 2 Timothy chapter 4. Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge will give to me on that day and not to me only, but also to all who have loved his appearing. Why a crown of righteousness? Those who love his appearing are watching and getting ready and obeying with great eagerness preparing to stand before the Lord to receive their crowns. Is that the kind of church environment we kind of live in today and you hear a lot about? I don't think so. I'm not saying there's not great churches and great pastors, and I'll talk about that in a moment, but they're becoming fewer and further between. Those who love is appearing are watching and obeying with great eagerness. Does that describe you? They hunger and thirst after what? Righteousness the goodness of of heaven, the goodness of God found only in Messiah Jesus. And that's why they get the crown of righteousness. They're living righteous lives, waiting for the righteous one to stand before him and receive the crown of righteousness. Then there's the crown of life we find in James chapter one. Blessed is the man who endures temptation for when he has been approved, he will receive what? The crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who Love him. See, this crown of life goes to the one who endures temptations, testings, and persecution. And why would they go through all of that? Because they love Jesus our Lord. They love our Father in heaven. They don't want to grieve the Holy Spirit that is filling them and giving them the way forward in this life to prepare for the next life. Yeah? Think of this, the Holy Spirit came down on our Messiah Jesus at his baptism in the Jordan River, came down like a dove, but gave him great strength to endure every temptation, and he didn't sin at all, which made him qualified to die on the cross to pay for our sins. And then, hallelujah, he rose from the grave. And it says in the book of Hebrews that though he was a son, he learned obedience through the things that he, what, suffered. And now he expects us and empowers us to live the same way, not without sin or perfect like he did, but growing in grace. The the sins I committed before aren't the same sins I'm committing now. No, I'm overcoming those things and I'm growing in grace. Hallelujah and hallelujah. This passage became so important to me when I first came out of all of my sin and began to serve the Lord, and it still is today. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 10, 13. No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for grace and helping us prepare for a crown of life. Then there's the crown of glory for faithful shepherds. 1 Peter 5, The elders who are among you I exhort, I who am a fellow elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ and also a partaker of the glory that will be revealed. Shepherd the flock of God which is among you, serving as overseers, not by compulsion, but willingly, not for dishonest gain, but eagerly nor as being lords over those who are entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that does not fade away. This is the faithful shepherding crown for the shepherd who's not, who hasn't um, fallen in the trap of the modern day ways of, of leading church. No, he's faithful to the word of God. Yeah, it's like a pastor once said, uh, we are called as leaders in the body of Messiah. We're called to feed his sheep, not to poison his sheep. We're called to feed his sheep, not to fleece his sheep. And for the faithful shepherd, they certainly will receive the crown of glory. Uh, Listen, there's not gonna be any other opportunity after this life to, to gain or regain these crowns, why? They're rewards based on faithfulness, walking by faith, yeah? The Bible says that those who come to God must believe that he is and he's a rewarder of those who wet diligently seek him. He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. No, Now is the, is the time to live for Messiah Jesus for those crowns only by faith. No opportunity later. The crown of righteousness, the crown of life, crown of glory. The Lord warns us, don't let anyone take your crown. In Revelation 3, behold, I am coming quickly. Hold fast what you have that no one may take your crown. What do we need to do? Forsake pride and arrogance and selfishness and anger and bitterness, lukewarmness and laziness, selfishness and greed. And we need to humble ourselves before the Lord and stay broken, uh, humble before him and seek after him with all of our heart and live for him by faith, watching for him to come and getting ready. And maybe you need to get right with God. Maybe you need to get saved today. He died on the cross our sins and our Lord Jesus rose from the grave repent turn away from your sins cry out to him Jesus Lord save me get right with God today if you're a believer in the Lord but you haven't been walking this way get right with the Lord today do that right where you are Lord I want to get right with you he'll help you he'll help make you right with him and live for him like never before thank you Father and Messiah Jesus name bless all of our viewers today and help us to watch therefore and be ready for that day Lord Thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. Remember, like never before, now is the time to watch therefore and be ready. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at WatchTherefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready.